Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from Whistler, British Columbia, in my Silver Bullet Airstream, doing my series of mini-podcasts. And today, I'm talking to you about Whistler Canada's best hikes to do. You know, this is my backyard, and for those unaware, where is Whistler Canada? It's on the West Coast, folks, just up from the United States, just above Washington, Keep on hitting the road and you'll get to us. So best hikes to do, number one on the list is Wedgemount Lake. It's a place that not many people go. They just aren't aware of it. It's a solid hike, 1,200 meters of elevation gain, over seven kilometers. And if you're planning to camp up there, that that includes taking up a 30-pound pack on your back with your food, supplies, tent, sleeping bag, water, and all that jazz. So, well, the water you can actually reboil when you're up there, but this is a lake and a hike that always leaves me breathless. I've been up there many a time, and the water are hues of green and blue. And you do, you are in the alpine, there are no more trees, but the trek up has sections where you're literally grabbing roots like ladders to get up, kind of like snakes and ladders in a way. And... And it's it's precarious, you know. Uh, the first time that I did it, uh, I did it as a day hike uh, with an acquaintance of ours that invited us to go along uh, from the Fairmont Hotel. And it was nice. It was great. Um, we did it about two and a half hours, two to two and a half hours. But we had only day packs. And when we got to the lake, we spent but a few minutes enjoying the lake before starting to get a little cold and heading back down. That was um, our first experience at Wedge Run. The second time, trekked up uh, on our own with our packs. Packs were properly laden with a good 50 50 pounds of gear. And it took us about four hours to get there. Uh, When you get to the top, you know, you can go even higher up. And this is a lake that I've chosen to take many people to simply because it is spectacular and if you go towards the left you could actually camp up there for a few days it's um really impressive um but you can also head higher up to the glacier and the glacier actually feeds the lake obviously and hence the colors of the lake but if you head up a bit more there's a spot that you can pitch your tent where overlooking this circular body of water looks absolutely magnificent on the third trip we took up our little one Mikio, and um, he was at the time about one year old and it was a solid adventure to get him up the mountain but we did indeed get him up high and it was amazing you know we stayed three nights that day and i think we would have stayed longer if it if we had had more food but we didn't and so After three nights, four days, we headed back down. But on a separate occasion, we actually trekked up with both Mikio and Catalina. And Catalina was very, very young. um, And and getting up there was precarious. And instead of two hours with no gear or four hours with gear without a child, this time it took six and a half. It took six hours with Mikio. And for the fourth time with the two kids... We had to stop on the trail and camp for the night because it was just too tiring for the kids to keep going. But in the morning, we finished the rest of the hike and ended up staying five days up there. So Wedgemount Lake, 
one of my favorite hikes. Um, definitely a place that you've got to get up to if you are in Whistler, but do be prepared because it is, as they say, a strenuous hike. Number two on my list, Garibaldi Lake or Panorama Ridge. The trek is about a 30-kilometer round-trip trek to Panorama Ridge. If you head to the lake, less so, um, because obviously the lake's in the valley and the ridge, well, the ridge. And the views of Garibaldi Lake from on the ridge are jaw-dropping. You know, I do still think that it's, it's some of the most amazing views that I have ever seen in my life. And it's a, a trek that I highly recommend. Um, you might find it strenuous at the beginning. And if you go um, on the shoulder seasons, you'll probably hit some snow nonetheless. So the key is hitting it in summertime. And for those ready to bend the rules a little bit, you can even camp up on Panorama Ridge. Um, it's not a place that's so frequented that people actually end up minding. Just be wary for a ranger. And worst case scenario, they'll just tell you not to camp there. Um, number two, number three would be Chequemus Lake. You know, this is a place that we take the kids from our kids camp. I've taken people from our guiding companies before. I've taken friends. And it's a place where I actually bike to quite frequently as a ride that I love to do. Um, and so that is Chequemus Lake. And it's a, a meager three and a half kilometers to the beginning of the lake or seven kilometers to the end. But what makes this hike so much easier and pleasurable for a lot of people is that it's relatively flat. You, there's very, very little elevation gain or loss. And the camp spots that you find are right along the water. And in a lot of places in the United States, they'll say, oh, how dare you camp close to the water? That's a faux pas. And don't you know the rules of backcountry etiquette and this and that? But folks, these are the actual camp spots that are designated by the provincial park that put this and protects this campground or wilderness backcountry campground. So you are allowed to be there and enjoy being in a camp spot that is literally next to the water. And I take it up a notch by trekking up a canoe and some paddle boards up there. And usually I'll do that in advance so that when I do get there with the kids, we're able to take all these vessels out to play. And that makes it quite the different adventure because, I mean, who carries a canoe seven kilometers out to a spot like this to play? Um, a few uh, different hikes. You've also got the Old Growth Forest Hike, which is um, a really nice one and takes you to through big, tall trees and whatnot. But Chequemus and Garibaldi are hard to beat, and so I recommend these far more than the others. There's also the Rainbow Lake Hike. A lot of people enjoy it. It gives you great views of Whistler and Whistler, Whistler Blackcomb. Um, but comparatively to Wedgemount, Garibaldi, and Chequemus, I think it doesn't live up to Paul. So there's my tips for Whistler Canada best hikes that I love. Hope you'll join us on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Roberto for The Expeditioners, and don't forget to give us a follow on at The Expeditioners on Instagram and Facebook. See you on the next one. Ciao, ciao for now. <laughs>